Welcome to L Squared, a podcast with fresh Love Island content. The major plot line in episode three was Trey had to choose between Justine and Caitlin. The other parts of the episode were basically rising action for Rachel and Jeremiah's relationship, Kirsten and Carrington's relationship, and Moira and James's relationship. We also checked in with Selly and Johnny and Mackenzie and Connor briefly just to make sure they're still stable couples and they are. They seem to be really happy together in this episode. I refuse to admit Trey was in a love triangle. So let's just dumb it down to a friendship triangle between Caitlin and Justine. Justine still deserves better. Caitlin, however, did get more play than Justine And I'm not so sure how much she blew her chances by dabbling. I mean, I will say that she should have focused more on trying to secure somebody than testing the water so much. Although other people on the island were doing the same thing, the first couple of days are get to know you days. It definitely didn't work very well in Caitlyn's favor because there was no one there for her. So a part of me wishes she had realized that a little bit sooner and kind of honed it in so she could build a relationship and stay because in all honesty Caitlyn was always in the same boat as Justine it's just she didn't get rejected in the same way Justine did so we didn't sympathize with her on the show as much but there was no one there for Caitlyn ever like she wasn't attracted to any of the guys and she was one of the oldest women there and that was a part of the problem too like mentally the younger guys just aren't on her maturity level yet In addition to that, Caitlyn didn't have the physical attraction to a lot of the guys there. Although Caitlyn did get a chance because more of the guys were attracted to her, she was put at a disadvantage because she wasn't attracted to the guys. I would have liked for her to stay just a little bit longer to see what sort of drama she would cause and how she would interact with more of the people on the island. In an upcoming episode, we'll recap the interview Caitlyn had on After the Island. Now, we're still Team Justine over here. And so are most of the other people on the island right now. I predicted earlier that Team J would hold down the villa. Team J plus Trey, all the black people, the four black people were going to hold each other down and really make sure each other were secure in the villa. I feel Jeremiah isn't quite with it yet, but as far as that prediction goes, I'm going to say it's coming true. Johnny was definitely advocating for Justine because he agrees that Trey and Justine have a genuine connection while Trey and Caitlin have more of a sexual attraction going on. Jeremiah, however, also agrees with Johnny that the connection between Trey and Justine is genuine, but he suspected that Trey would pick Caitlin for the attraction. So that sounded to me, okay, that's where his mind is. Maybe that's what he would base his decision on. And we're going to get to Jeremiah and Rachel's relationship later and how I think he's really feeling about her. So then we also got some advocacy from Connor and Mackenzie for Teen Justine. 
Now, this advocation for Justine from the other islanders is, is extremely important because it influences Trey's decision. We have to remember that power dynamics plays a role in the villa. You want to be top dog because it's still a competition. Last episode, we addressed that the current power rankings seemed to be Sally and Johnny, Mackenzie and Connor, Moira and James, Rachel and Jeremiah, Kirsten and Carrington, Justine and Trey, and then Caitlin was left out to dry. So Sally and Johnny were at the top of my predicted power rankings list because Sally was proven to be the most desirable girl and Johnny came in as the bombshell and stole the most desirable girl. So that puts him up. So he seems to be the acting alpha right now. So Justine got an advocation from Johnny who seems to be the head of the villa right now. In addition to Sally who's the head of the girl group, sort of. And when I say sort of, I mean unofficially, it's an unofficial title. So Mackenzie and Connor in this episode seem to be the villa parents. They seem to be the most comfortable, the most mature relationship. They've progressed the most. The other islanders have compared them to something like a married couple. So they do have a lot of power and they also pushed for Justine, which is pretty impactful. So in my opinion, those two couples and what they have to say matters more than what any of the other couples say because they're the most influential. So Moira and James, Rachel and Jeremiah, they seem to have been staying out of it or when Moira tried to encourage Trey to pick Caitlyn, it didn't really go very far. And I think it's just because their relationship with Trey isn't as developed as Johnny's relationship with Trey. I also think it's a huge point on the island for everyone to come across as genuine. So when other people were pointing out, oh, it seems you have more of a connection with Justine. If Trey had picked Caitlyn, it would have come across as disingenuous because people couldn't see their connection. They could only see his attraction to her. So it's all of these things that are making me think that Trey is going to pick Justine because it'll make him more popular in the group and I also think he wants to make the long-term decision. I think he believes his connection with Justine is going to build loyalty and she's not going to stray from him very easily when we know as fans that if Trey and Caitlyn get together, both of them are more likely to stray from each other and we know that Trey is more comfortable with a girl wanting him and him leaving than um, him wanting a girl and her leaving. So he's trying to make the safe decision for him, his ego and his feelings. I also think it wouldn't be good for Trey's ego if he went quote unquote crawling back to Caitlyn after she put him in the brother zone like she very clearly rejected him so I think it would kind of make him feel and look like a loser if he's like oh you like me now yeah yeah let's couple up so it would work to Trey's benefit in a lot of ways if he just couples up with Justine now of course between Caitlyn and Justine whoever Trey picks she's going to be the girl still on the island and in the competition once again, we have to remember that we have recruited Trey as a Justine stan. He is doing Justine's bidding. He has no choice except to pick her because she has graced him. She has given him the honor of choosing her. So in reality, this is all just foolishness and drama. Trey is going to pick Justine. We know this. 
Justine will will it so. So during this episode, we also got a fun little game of truth or dare. Connor licked Mackenzie's leg, which was really funny. I thought it was kind of cute how she freaked out. Jeremiah licked Rachel's neck. A lot of people on Twitter have been commenting about Rachel's hair. I think the girl is comfortable with how she looks and she's doing her best with it. Hopefully when she watches the episodes back, she still feels the same way about her hair. I just wish we would stop dragging the black girl for her hair. She's more than her hair. She's more than her skin. She's a person. And Jeremiah is obviously getting to know her for who she is. But Jeremiah is also raising a red flag for me because he said in the confessional that him and Rachel are taking things slow. The taking things slow part is really sticking in my head because it makes me think if another girl comes into the villa and shows Jeremiah any sort of attention, he's going to pretend faint again. <laughs> and he's going to want to go on a date with her, talk to her, and his head is going to turn away from Rachel. I just think Jeremiah's thinking of Rachel as the next best option. I, I just think that he was so desperate to get away from Justine. And that really makes me sad because Justine wasn't putting a lot of pressure on him. I think she was just trying to build a relationship with him, whether it was friendship or romantic. I think the guilt of having rejected Justine and how hurt she was was really just getting to Jeremiah and he wanted to get away from the situation. Hopefully Jeremiah and Rachel are building a genuine connection but we'll have to say. Also during the truth or dare game Sally kissed Trey's cheek. I love Sally so much. She's such a free and fun spirit. I think Sally and Johnny are great together. They are always having a lot of fun on camera. We saw them making a secret handshake and dancing together. Sally also had on one of the cutest swimsuits when the girls were talking at the pool and she was telling them about how Johnny isn't her typical type but she's never had as much fun with anybody ever. So I really think those two are building a genuine bond and if someone else were to come into the villa then maybe neither of their heads would turn between the two of them. I think Sally's head is more likely to turn than Johnny's but we'll have to see because right now no one has caught either of their eyes so they're both focusing on each other. I just love how much fun they're having and they're just such a drama free couple. Oh and what about the part when Sally said she wanted to know Johnny's size? What size is she talking about? <laughs> So now we're on to Kirsten and Carrington, and I actually thought the bicep drink they did was really cute. I think they're a really cute, genuine couple, and Carrington is absolutely smitten with Kirsten. You could tell that Carrington and Caitlin really weren't getting along because Kirsten kind of just came in like a breath of fresh air to Carrington. He seems to be so appreciative of her. He's always cuddling her and saying sweet things to her. He's just making her feel loved and adored, which is really awesome. She's so open and receptive to it. He has both of his eyes on her. I think he's really in love with how they look together, how they get along together. And I really think he just likes everything about the girl. And Kirsten has also said that Carrington is a genuine guy and he's, he's surprising to her. I think even if islanders come in who will catch Carrington and Kirsten's eye I don't think they'll give them much attention because they seem to be very smitten with each other the girl talk was killing me this episode did anyone else notice that Caitlin commented on Kirsten's comment about how she prefers older men like we know that 
Carrington is only 23 and he comes across as youthful. So Caitlin was kind of trying to call Kirsten out at the pool saying, hey, I thought you liked more mature guys. But Kirsten held her own and she said, yeah, I usually do go for that guy. Carrington isn't my typical type, but we're really getting along very well. So I think Caitlin was trying to pull Kirsten's card a little bit and ask her if she was being genuine, maybe. And I definitely think Kirsten's being genuine and maybe Caitlin was showing a little bit of of jealousy I'm not sure but one thing is for sure that Caitlyn definitely kept it real on Love Island because if she weren't I think she would have tried to play the game a little bit more yeah she did try to pull Trey to her side a little bit but I think it was becoming obvious to her that she was being pushed out which was a little bit sad to see I really wish they brought someone new for her Okay, now that we're done talking about the Tumblr couple, Kirsten and Carrington, we're on to Moira and James. In this episode, I started seeing the cracks in their relationship for the first time. So that's definitely going to affect our power rankings. A couple of times in the episode, the girls mentioned sex. And then at one point in the episode, James and Moira were having a little conversation about sex. And it was clarified that James and Moira were getting closer to each other sexually. <laughs> and she admits that she told the girls he has a big personality. Sexually. Yeah, like I said, yeah. It's just I'm, hard to do anything when there's like so many other people in the beds around us. I definitely told the girls that you have a big personality. They were like, we saw you making out last night. And I was like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were like, how far did you go? I was like, second base and walked out the room. <laughs> James was definitely excited about the big personality detail. Um... That whole conversation just made me think that James needs sexual validation and I feel like he wasn't listening to Moira very much in that conversation um, because she was trying to tell him that she wanted to slow things down in that area and she just doesn't want to go too fast too soon, especially because... You know, they're on Love Island, they're still meeting people, and I just don't think she wants to get locked down with James quite yet. I think she still wants to get to know him in other intimate ways. I definitely think it's cute how excited James is about Moira. I do think he really likes her and cares about her, but I also think in his excitement that he's kind of putting a little bit of pressure on her as well. And it it's turning her off a little bit. In this episode, I think James came across as a little bit clingy. But at the same time, it's still sweet how excited he is about Moira and the things he was saying to Connor about her, that he really, really likes her and he thinks they're progressing in their relationship in a positive direction. But I think Connor and Mackenzie's relationship is a bit more real. Yes, Mackenzie did have a little bit of a dramatic scene, last episode but I think what her and Connor have together is real and they both got emotionally invested very quickly together which is a good sign and they worked through their issue and Connor even commented that he felt in his heart Mackenzie's selflessness so you can tell that he's getting very attracted to who she is not just how she looks which is really amazing and the bromance between James and Connor I think that's nice that they're getting along. Connor seems very laid back and James is 
you know, a lot more high energy. So I guess we'll see how their bromance progresses. My favorite bromance is definitely Johnny and Jeremiah. They're hitting us hard with these songs. Yo, yo. As far as power dynamics go, I don't think James is making a good beta best friend to Connor in the sense of, I don't think Connor is uplifting James in the power rankings like Johnny's uplifting Jeremiah. I think it's because Connor is beta himself and as far as the couplings go. And I also think it's because James isn't in a secure relationship, so he can't really be uplifted in power just because of that alone. Between episode two and three, I think the rankings are a little bit different this time. I think Johnny is heading the guys group. And I think that has to do with the fact that most of the guys are black. And for if you don't know already, Carrington is Puerto Rican. And we're going to mention our diversity percentage after the power rankings. So I feel right now Johnny is still solid for the alpha. So it's Johnny and Sally as our alpha couple. Connor and Mackenzie still right on their heels because they're the most mature couple. They've already had their storming moment and they're very deep in their feelings and in getting to know each other. We've seen Johnny and Sally like laughing and having fun, but that's not very telling of the depth of their relationship. It's just saying that they're comfortable with each other right now. Also, Connor and Mackenzie haven't gotten very physical yet because Connor said early on that sex is special to him. So they're definitely taking it slow and getting to know each other. When we know for sure that Johnny and Sally have had more of a playful, flirty, touchy growth in their relationship. Next, I'm going to put Carrington and Kirsten as our third couple because their connection seems strong and genuine and budding. Neither of them seem like they're going to turn their heads very soon. And based on what they've said to each other and to the other islanders, they seem to be smitten with each other. Next, I'm going to put Rachel and Jeremiah. Although Jeremiah's words were taking it slow is making me think that he's willing to turn his head away from Rachel. That hasn't happened yet. We don't have any solid scenes or evidence that he's not that into her or that they aren't establishing a connection. When they, we saw them talking, it looked like they were having a nice flirty conversation. So as far as power rankings go, they seem to be a more secure couple than James and Moira because Moira has already expressed and showed signs to James that she wants to take a step back. She's already told him, hey, I want to slow things down, which is a crack in the relationship. And then lastly, we still have Justine and Trey because as far as we know, that's still going to be a friendship couple if they do couple up. Trey has been talking about establishing a real connection with Justine, but if he decides to continue working toward that, it's going to take time. We're going to have to see that progress over a couple of episodes in the future. So that still leaves Caitlyn off the list as single. As for our diversity percentage of the cast, we have 13 Islanders and 7 of the 13 are people of color. That means our diversity rating or our diversity percentage is still the same. It's at 54%. So it's a little more than half POC and the other is white. Stay tuned for our upcoming episode about colorism. 
We're going to get a guest on the show to talk about it. If you have some points or topics you'd like to mention, you can DM us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also send a voice memo to the show through the Anchor app. You can also check out our blog for posts about Love Island, show notes, and transcriptions of our podcast episodes. So now it's time for the tweets. At your buggin on Twitter says, if y'all don't get my sis a hairstylist, I already spoke on that. I feel like Rachel's comfortable with the way she looks. Jeremiah's comfortable with it. They're getting to know each other. Yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) At baby Jada says, me tuning in ready to be mad at Trey for something. Yeah, definitely. I'm just waiting for him to keep messing up because uh, the tweets that we found about him and just the way he's kind of been a a little bit of a player on the show early on, that really wasn't a smart move on his part. But he seems to be getting his act together a little bit. I hate the idea of Trey or any guy using Justine. So I'm just going to choose to be hopeful and hope that he's really trying to form a good connection with her for both of their sakes, not just for the sake of him getting ahead in the competition, because we know our Justine deserves everything. She deserves the whole world, not someone who just wants her around to use her. At Aaron M says, me right now composing a letter to Justine about why she shouldn't trust Trey. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we know Justine loves attention. I love attention. Most girls do. Not faulting her for that. But she definitely should keep her eyes open and realize that Trey is also forming an alliance. I really hope she's keeping her heart off her sleeve and securely in her chest. And she's really realizing that Trey is charming. He's trying to make her swoon. And he's also a guy who's keeping his eyes open for other girls. So she should be open to him, but also realizing that, you know, she should keep her eyes open for other guys when they come along. I really hope she doesn't start falling for him. At Pimp Sestamera says, Never once have I heard Trey call Justine pretty, but he'll go on and on about Caitlyn. Yeah, that's definitely true. He hasn't mentioned any physical attraction attraction to Justine at all. I think it's interesting that it seems to be a common thought among guys that the wife material isn't the girl you want to, you know, jump all over. The wife material is the woman you want to have long conversations with. She may not, you may not think she's the prettiest in the world, but you always want to be around her because of what she has to offer you more holistically. Thank you to everyone who participated in the group chat. It was a lot of fun watching the episode with you all. Keep up with us at Lonely Loquate on Instagram and Twitter. DM us if you'd like to be featured on the show. We love responding to listeners' comments. We'll be back tomorrow night with more fresh Love Island content.